Well, the problem is, Pete, we, we spent yesterday in the pub. Uh, so before we talked about everything we've got to talk about. Yes. I should say we didn't spend yesterday in the pub. We went to the pub yesterday. We didn't no, spend, we spent the whole, the day. whole day. Whole day pub day. Yes, when no money left, apparently. <laughs> I had two pints over, what is it, 12 hours? You didn't have it over 12 hours. <laughs> I did. I had three pints. No, no, no. It's not over 12 hours. If you, if you start it at one point and finish it at another point, that's the period that it's over. You don't just have... Like, if I necked three and said, oh, I had it over a week, doesn't make it true. <laughs> yeah, but if you said, how many how many pints did you have last week? And you only count... That's different. No, no, no. Don't try and turn it around by changing the words. Don't pull semantics on me. You didn't say that. <laughs> you didn't say, how many did we have? Oh, you know, how many did you have in those 12 hours? <laughs> wasn't the question. You said you had them over 12 hours, unprompted. So? So you didn't have them over 12 hours. <laughs> um, I'm going to take my top layer off. Oh, hello. Actually, I might do the same. That's good. That's good call there, Tom. It's because some idiots closed the window. Yeah, it's sound, Is isn't it? Is the heating on? Uh, possibly. Um, uh, well, I mean, we always have the heating on, to be fair, at the moment. Why? Because our um our energy bill is set because we got oh it's fixed it's fixed oh fuck it then yeah yeah open the window and have the heating on <laughs> fuck it yeah wait no but isn't that sh- surely it's a flat rate it's not the totals capped is it or is the total capped you know when everyone had that energy crisis yeah we were like oh god is this going to affect our our energy bills because obviously as we yeah. were as everyone was and then because in within that same year we'd also had like got this fixed thing and they said it won't go above this certain point it never did in fact it went lower in the energy crisis but then because the because the because the um the government gave us money oh, to see. help i see so you took the, you took that money even though you didn't need it oh uh, we still need what about it about the staffing kids what about the staffing kids <laughs> yeah apparently what about them <laughs> fuck them what about them that's not related tom <laughs> But the Tories would have given that money to some staffing kids you know they would have sure if yeah. only you hadn't taken it from them <laughs> Hmm. How many? How many did you get back? A few billion, was it? Um, what were we going to ask anyway? Was I? Did I look like I was going to ask something? You were about to start asking about something else, and then oh, I don't think I was. Okay, did I, I must have looked like I was. I don't know. Tom is currently getting distracted by my banana. He just threw the banana. <laughs> if anyone's wondering, that's the banana. <laughs> it's uh, a weird floppy banana. Which yeah, can you explain to me why you've got like a foam <laughs> yeah I don't know what it is <laughs> it's really weird isn't it yeah um, what the, I, I don't know what the material is either it's sort of that, that weird stretch strong material flesh um, but no my sister's boyfriend suddenly it gets worse brilliant <laughs> well, for, for one Christmas um, we just decided to get him loads of ban- banana related gifts and but why I've forgotten the reason why it was I mean I think this is large I, I've forgotten the reason why but we did, um, and included that. And he was—he he, he didn't want it. He was—he wasn't that—he doesn't care that much about it. So he hid it. Well, under he probably my... had the same reaction that I did, which is, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I but guess, I guess you and your sister share a similar sense of humour. Yeah, a fucking dumb one. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he hid it under my my pillow at one point, uh, just just after they left uh, to go back home, whatever. And so I just ha- had it, and I was like, "Okay, this is mine now." Because <laughs> he, he, it wasn't. He, he didn't. Yeah, I think he knew that you deep down you wanted it. I, did, I mean, yeah, it's a really fun thing to play with. I swing it around quite a lot. I swing around my banana a lot, mate. Yeah. He's back to holding it. 
I mean, you know, still warm. <laughs> anyway, do you know why I brought you here today? You need to get a different bit. <laughs> and you can't ask me at the end what I learned. <laughs> Again. Nah, nah. I'm gonna just not not gonna fucking answer it. <laughs> um so <laughs> the films which we are looking at today, which come out this well. week. Uh we've got four. There's a few there's a couple more, but these are the I'd say are like four of the main ones. Um John Wick chapter four. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gonna see that one. With the late great Lance, Lance Reddick. Reddick, yeah. Which is very sad. This uh, we're recording this like a few days before, ago? just before he's died. Wow! Oh my god! <laughs> recording this about two days before he's before he's about to die. <laughs> uh, uh, have you got something to say to me, Tom? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. Well, that's going to make it a very interesting podcast. We've also got about fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've also got Infinity Pool. The fuck is that? Uh, I don't mean, I know what an infinity pool is, but what is? Uh, oh, you know what? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, a good person. I've seen some about this. Yes. All right. Sorry. I'm just go. Go ahead. And the fourth film, Peter, is eighty for Brady. Right. So you did that before when it was coming out, but you didn't actually look up when it was actually releasing, and you found out that you were wrong. <laughs> no. You know how like films have delays. What? So it was going to be coming out, and it got yeah. delayed. All oh, right. Why did it get delayed? Okay, will we get to that, or are you going to tell me now? I honestly don't know why it got delayed, Okay, but I saw that it was there again. How have you managed to squeeze another round out of this? <laughs> or is it the same questions? Because it should probably do worse the second time. Uh, it may or may not be the same questions. The fuck with the... F- <laughs> oh, that was films with a number in the title. Anyway, films with a number in the title, yeah. Um, it wasn't, but that's fine. Sixth Sense. John Wick, Chapter 4. Uh, that's one of them. So, here's the synopsis. We know what the synopsis is. Anyone who's seen a John Wick film knows the synopsis. I mean, yeah, but it's slightly different. All right. Well, last last film we had dogs. What's he got this time? I think there's. And I Halle saw Berry. a dog. I saw a dog in the trailer. Yeah, but I think that's like a replacement for his original dog. Dog. No, he got he got a dog at the um at the end of the first like at the end of the first one like he was the, the it ended of off with him walking down the. Like by the river with a new dog. Oh, okay, so maybe this is that dog grown up. Oh wait, no, because it said it happens quite soon after the. F- you know what? Doesn't matter. But yeah, the synopsis is John Wick. Some people are trying to kill him. It doesn't go so well for them. Mm-hmm. John Wick uncovers a path to defeating the High Table, but before he can earn his freedom, Wick must face off against a new enemy with powerful alliances across Nicholas the Cage. globe, and forces that turn old friends into foes. John Travolta. Because you said face off. Oh right. Oh, very good. Uh, that is a film which we've both seen, which is. Uh, have you seen it? I don't think I've seen. I haven't seen Face Off. I've seen Con Air. I have. Seen good Face for you. Off. Oh, good for you. Oh, are you <laughs> so Mister Fucking Knowledgeable? <laughs> Finally, there's a film which we <laughs> which we don't just know the name of. We've actually seen it too. Um, but uh, it stars Keanu Reeves, Donnie Yen, Bill Skarsgård, Lawrence Fishburne, Hi- uh, Hiroyuki uh, Sonada, and the late Lance Reddick. Is that what he's credited as? No, I just, I just. <laughs> How did they know? Yeah, um, but uh, I feel like from the trailer they have all these people being sort of, you know, their their intro walks, and they're like, mm, "We're gonna go get you, John Wick. We're gonna get you." So I feel like I need. That's to how he talks, though. That's how John Wick talks in the films. There's a bit where someone says like something to John Wick, and he goes, oh, "Like we're gonna kill you," something, and he turns back and does that voice of it goes. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> like, 
Keanu. That's stop talking like that. He's meant to be like a grizzled old assassin. I don't think he's meant to be that old. I mean, he's how old Keanu Reeves? He's what? He's retired. Right. Sorry, I think he's something else. <laughs> um, he's yeah, but how old? How old's uh, Keanu Reeves? Fifty something. Probably about that. Maybe yeah, sixty. I guess, so. I guess that's not old. Listen, we're talking about 80 for Brady. He's not old. <laughs> no, he's, he won't be as old as the people in 80 for Brady. But um, I think I feel like, com- comparatively, considering his job as, as an assassin, he's probably... I can imagine the, the, the life expectancy of someone in that job is not high. So he's fucking ancient. Oh, yeah. Um, when, when will they learn? All those people trying to kill John Wick. How many people does he have to kill for them to be like, uh, no problem? <laughs> Well, I, I feel like didn't he almost die at the end of the third one? Yeah, but then he didn't. <laughs> and now he's yeah, back, and he's not. You know, he's not going to be a pushover in the fourth <laughs> one, is he? Like, it doesn't matter if they almost die; it matters if they. See, unfortunately, the John Wick films made a bunch of money, so he was he got better. Mm. What are your thoughts on? Um, I will ask the questions, which I will ask at some point. But what what are your thoughts on the first three John Wicks? I obviously the first one is the best one. Mm-hmm. Not only because of it, it was really well made, but also because it was sort of fresh. Mm. I liked two and three; they are not as fresh. And although, I, I mean, you, know, you can't top it the first one, just because you have to, you'd have to do something absolutely fucking amazing out of the blue to do that. And I don't think four is going to be anything mind blowing, but it will be fun. Mm. And so I'm, 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 I'm a bit looking forward to it. Yeah, I think John Wick sort of went into that category of we're going to do some cool stunts. And uh, with an assassin, with yeah, using what we've got about this almost assassin law of of weird underground, you know, yeah, industry to happening tie, to tie it all together. Yeah, yeah. But I think when you look at something like Mission Impossible, those films are known for their jaw dropping stunts mm. and like him, him jumping out of a plane or him crashing into something or flying off a motorbike or him whatever. And there are good fight scenes in that, but what it's known for is the actual. You know, daredevil stunts, where yeah, John yeah. Wick is much more known for the fighting style. There's a couple of car hits and whatever, mm. but the actual, you know, you don't see many well-made fight films with fights in them nowadays because most of it are superheroes where everyone just gets punched in the head and no one actually gets hurt. Mm. Whereas John Wick, you actually see people get hurt. Yeah, like you really see people get hurt. It's 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 smaller scale, but like higher quality yeah. f- uh, fight things. Not saying not saying against Mission Impossible because it's still high high quality in Mission Impossible, but like. As you're saying, when you when you see people in like smaller fight scenes, yeah, um, it's n- a lot of them struggle to be that level at which John Wick is. Like I remember, I remember very clearly. I think it was in. I, I don't remember which one. I don't think they struggle. Um, but um, John Wick's just trying to make a gun while the people are chasing him up the stairs, and he's just trying to like take apart a gun, then refix a gun, then sort of put it back together. And it's really cool, and there's little bits like that where he's throwing things in a small air in a small sort of like corridor. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and you, are, I, yes. I don't think you can really compare them because they're not a, like Mission Impossible isn't aiming to do fight scenes like John Wick no. and vice versa. Mm. So I don't think one does something better than another. I think they're mm. just aiming for different things. I mean, I meant like compared to other a lot of other action films. Like John Wick, like uh, the superhero stuff. They're not trying to be like do what was it called Gunkana or something. <laughs> They're not trying to do that. Uh, from Equilibrium, Gunkata, Gunkata. Sorry, which is the for those who don't know, it's the martial art where you also shoot guns at the same time. Um, yeah, I, I, that would be my martial art. <laughs> 
Um, I quite liked Equilibrium. Anyway, sorry, we probably should actually ask the questions. Um, so John Wick is a famous action star. Uh, well, he's a, a character. Well, yeah, kind of really action, action character. Star. Yeah, that's true. Idiot. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> um, Five points. There are um, two other famous there's, action characters. There's only two. Uh, beginning with which have first names beginning with J. Jesus Christ. Oh, he's more of a superstar. Jesus Christ, it's... Jesus Christ, it's... Lance Reddick. <laughs> you know what I'm referencing. I don't, I've literally never heard of this thing, but you're saying... Jason Bourne. Oh, right, yeah. Jason Bourne. One point. Um, and another one of probably one of the biggest film franchises of all time. Avatar. It's not. James Bond. Uh, James Bond. James Bond. 007? Ah, yes. Yeah. Um, so I've got nine questions. Yep. Um, I'm not even questioning the nine anymore. <laughs> and you got to answer whether it is uh, John Wick, Jason Bourne, or or James Bond. What are you giving me? A quote? Uh, I'm giving you a review from Letterbox. Okay, Letterbox. Yeah. Um, you can also, for an extra point, you can get you can try and name me what film it is specifically. I'll name you what film it is. Um, for the uh, James Bond films, I've only stuck to Daniel Craig ones. Why? Uh, because I did. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, there's 25 of them, but what? Or 26, however many there are. But like, okay, fine. Hit me. Right. You bitch. Special ex- executive for counter- counterintelligence, terrorism, revenge, and extortion. What a mouthful. Uh, that's James Bond. That's the Daniel Craig one. You mean I've got to name which film? Yeah. Spectre. Yeah. Because that's what Spectre stands for. Yeah. <laughs> I do think there's. It's, it's, it's terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's like I think it's a little bit tongue in cheek. Yeah. There's also, um, if you've ever read the Alex Ryder books, there's a the organisation there's called Scorpio, mm. and it has the same extent of just like cramming in as many things as you can. I mean, Alex Ryder were kids' books, so that's mm. fine. I, th- I think it's 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 weird in James Bond, especially since for, for the Daniel Craig how, era. How he's so old and he goes out with young women. That is weird. Yeah, but but when it comes to the Daniel, what I was referring to was uh, when it comes to Daniel Craig's era, it's a lot more grounded and a bit more realistic, it seems. And then they go, hmm, this is the bad guy Spectre. We are the special executive of counterintelligence, hey, terrorism, not, revenge, and extortion. Not, well, you know, I don't think they'd say it like that. I think it's Why? more be like a, they just show the octopus, and you know, you don't have they don't announce themselves at the door like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> they could well, do entering. <laughs> no, um, that's not as dumb as Quantum of Solace. What was Quantum of Solace? Well, the, the, the organisation there is called, is called Quantum. Right. But the fucking title makes God no fucking sense. Like, you, you're watching it going, I can understand why Spectre's called Spectre and Skyfall's called Skyfall and Casino Royale's called Casino Royale. Why the fuck is Quantum of Solace <laughs> called Quantum of Solace? Because Quantum is the organisation mm. and Quantum is also a, a term for a small amount of something, so you get mm. a small amount of solace. Sure. What solace is Bond looking for in the film? What are you talking about? It's the most <laughs> wanky fucking thing. It's like you put it through an auto-generator. Like... With like Chat GPT. Yeah. It's that kind of, well it's worse than that. It's like it's, yeah, it's, you... you know what it's like? It's like uh it was tra- Google translated from another title mm. from English to another language and then back into English. What we need to do is just but take then Quantum it... of Solace through uh, Google Translate and see and keep on going back and forth yeah. and see what happens. A um, tiny bit of uh <laughs> I don't know. Think of another word for solace. Go. Uh uh I can't. I'm not Google Translate. Go. Second question. Miss Fortune. Oh, right. You're, you're talking... Um, That's not what Solace means either. But go uh, on. Okay. Um, 
Next one. One of the villains uh, uh, here appears only in two sections and is still arguably the most memorable. How? Because he gets introduced through anger. He leaves a mark by killing a central character who serves as the hero's only emotional connection to the world. What were the options again, sir? James Bond. It was. It's. It's Jason either. Bourne. It's a. It's a John Wick film, a Jason Bourne film, or a James Bond film. Okay. Now the, this is the reason why I said only Dan Craig's films because it now limits it down to only. Okay, and not spect. Uh, not a. Yeah, not spectre. Cause we've had that one. Yeah. I assume you could have done it. Twice. I haven't done any repeats. Oh, there we go. Repeats. You, you call Pete. It's funny. Um. So it's a villain that comes back. You only, what? You only see him a handful of times. One of the villains here appears in the, in only two sections and is still arguably the most memorable. How? Because he gets introduced through anger. He leaves a mark by killing a central character who serves as the hero's only emotional connection to the world. Um. I want to say John Wick. Right. Because. I'm trying to think of like which one has an emotional connection to the world in another character, and the other character is the, I can think of as a dog. Mm. <laughs> so that. Yeah, you've seen all the films. Like, like yeah, all... I don't remember what happens in two and three. It's not John Wick. No, it's fine. Just... It's the Born Supremacy. What, what what are they referring to in that? You know, right at the beginning when the character from Born Identity. Oh, she dies. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that entirely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole beginning, you're like, oh shit. And then um, he comes back later at one point, but he's still... Yeah, I wasn't. I, I really like those films, as in I, I like the way they were made, and I like mm. the chases, I like the fights and stuff. The plot, I thought, was crap. Because <laughs> it's like, he's got amnesia. Yeah, I, I think we've seen a lot of amnesia plot lines in in. How common is history. amnesia? I think, specifically, in video games, it's yeah. really, really common, because... Yeah. I, it, the amount of times when usually when you have a sequel they're like oh we have to try and give you more step more like skills to unlock or we could just reset you back to zero somehow yeah. and a lot of time people go amnesia um and it's i mean it's good as a film device in that like the main character is on an evil footing with the audience and that you learn with them mm. right like memento or something like that but it's just like it's a bit lazy at yeah. the same time I think I enjoy, I have very fond memory of the of the Bond films, at least the first Bond three. films. Bond films, yes, thank you. Uh, of the f- first three. Um, oh yeah, the trilogy is good, but then Born. What was the What was the one with Jeremy Renner? That was Born. Um, Born again. What was, it, what was it? Born Legacy. Born Legacy. I haven't seen that because mm. I looked at it and was like, it's not even got Matt Damon in it. What the fuck did I watch that for? Well, put it put it this way: one, two, three had Matt Damon. Four did not, and then five had Matt Damon again, <laughs> and was just called <laughs> Jason Bourne. <laughs> just so you know, just so we're all he's, aware, he's back, Jason. <laughs> I t- I, how long was it between? Um... Oh, fuck nice. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> right. LMAO at the protagonist anxiously pointing at the Komodo dragon. Skyfall. Yep. Well done. Yeah, I was seeing if you because it's like that's the one little hint, and I was like, mm, see if you remember that little specific little bit. Yeah, it's before he gets on the boat with that woman, and then they go to the island, and then uh, De Silva shoots her in the head. Hmm. Spoilers. But it's like how old is Scarfle now? It was like twenty twelve. Yes, it is. I really big. struggled with that. <laughs> a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit. Um, the first fight. The first fight here, where the protagonist just rides around the depot running over people, is how I play every GTA Online session. 
Or wasn't that John Wick? <laughs> was it? I, I, uh, the Depot. I think that's John. Wait, did you say the first fight? Uh, the first fight here. Where? Yeah, the first fight. Uh, I'm going to be honest. My memory of Jason Bourne films is very poor, so I'm not going to get any of those right. I don't remember anything about those films, mm-hmm. apart from there's a mini chase in the first one. Um, so I'm not going to pick that because I can't remember it. Uh, I want to say, yeah, John Wick. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you remember which one? First one? No, I don't know. It's the second one. Oh yeah, the first one is in the house, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's good. Nice. Well done. Basically, I know the James Bond films, and everyone else, everything else, I'm sort of guessing. <laughs> you know, here's the thing: like when I was describing that little bit in John Wick, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's a really cool bit," and I, it stuck in my mind. Can't for the life of you tell you which one it's in. The life of I me. think it's. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I swear on your life. <laughs> that's the way this works, Tom. Okay. But two and three just are a blur. Yeah, I don't remember the plot of those. <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, next one. I'm a fan of my mum. I'm a fan of handwritten letters. I'm a fan of classic movies. I'm a fan of poorly executed end of the world schemes. I'm a fan of chamomile tea. Is that it? That's it. That's the review. Fuck knows. Uh, I'm a fan of my mum. Yep. Is I'll that relevant to the film or is that just a... I don't think so. No, okay. It's literally just that one line. Chamomile tea. <laughs> No, uh, I'm a fan of poorly executed end of the world schemes. That could be any of them. Yeah, that's not helpful, Peter. <laughs> I mean, poorly executed end of the world scheme. You could argue that that was No Time to Die, but then also any of the Bond films. Mm-hmm. End of the world scheme. I don't think Jason Bourne wasn't an end of the world thing. Neither was John Wick. So it's got to be a Bond film. Okay, but which one? So so far, I haven't had any re- repeats. So I haven't seen Casino Royale, and I haven't. We haven't had Casino Royale, and we haven't had Quantum of Solace, and we haven't had No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. I don't. Wait, which was the one with? I think it might be Quantum of Solace. Wait, no. What was the plot of that again? <laughs> what was the plot of that? I think it was something to do with oil. They were in a. I don't know. No, that was yeah, that was that. Because because the guy got was asked to drink oil at the end, and you know. That was that was. Oh, I'm thinking of. Uh, you know what? I was actually thinking of Spectre. Where? Right. Uh, all right, then I'm going to say No Time to Die because that has the dumbest of all ones. Yep, you're right. Yeah, you should have got like a couple times. You should have gone with your initial. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that was that's only because it's the first one that I thought of. But I didn't. That's because I was ignoring the other ones. Mm. So I just want to make sure. Yeah, fair. Yeah, No Time to Die, really good film. Villain was rubbish. Yeah, and the, and the storyline was and the 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 thing that his plan was rubbish. But the, all all the Bond stuff. I think the reason for that was they it was originally going to be a virus, but then COVID happened. So if you watch that, a lot of the things they say, it's so clunky because instead of the word virus, they just insert like nanobots. Uh, so you know yeah. the whole thing of it being passed from one person to another until it spreads across the. That was I think that was originally going to be a virus. Then COVID mm. happened and they went, ooh. I still remember thinking it was a virus. Yeah, no, it was nanobots. Yeah, but it was. But No Time to Die was like one of the first films to come out. Uh, after like COVID, after the main COVID chunk, yeah, you know, the main, so, as we know, the great the great COVID chunk of twenty twenty, <laughs> yeah, um, but bloody hell, yeah, um, okay, next one. Huh? If someone asked me to explain the concept of pure cinema, I would show them the first twenty minutes of this movie and possibly the uh, scene where the bad guys transport their armored goons 
uh, armored armored goons armored um, <laughs> on charter buses with their little logo on the side. As we get further in, they become a little bit yeah. less specific. So this is the first twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Minibusting their goons with the logo on the side. Mm-hmm. Again, I can't remember the Joseph. I can't remember the Bourne films, so I'm going to discount them. Right. It's just because I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, it could be Bond, <laughs> because Spectre do have logos and Quantum do have a, does have a logo. Mm. Uh, how the fuck does Quantum of Solace start? <laughs> Casino Royale. Casino Royale's got the fucking, obviously, great big parkour chase. Uh, Isn't there a bit in Quantum of Solace where he's talking to the person who was in a, who is related or or to, to Vesper? Like, a lot of it is about, a lot of Quantum of Solace is about so getting over Vesper. Mr. White. Well, there's Mr. White, but then there's also, I remember there's in an apartment in the snow. Remember that? The flat, the block of flats? And then yeah, Judy so that, Dench comes along and goes like, "Oh, Bond, you should get over Vesper and do yeah, yeah that was it. it was it was um her boyfriend that trafficked her into the sort of life I think right, I don't know if okay. that was Vesper or someone else, but like that's how yeah he goes back and kills her. So I don't think maybe it's that. Mm. Fuck knows. You you think it would start with and obviously Skyfall has the big chase when they end up on a train and Bond gets shot. Yeah, and all the other ones have great openers apart from Quantum of Solace. I don't fucking remember what happens in that <laughs> at all. So I'm gonna say that's not pure cinema. <laughs> Pure cinema. Fuck me. I'm, I, j- j- just for my basic lack of memory of it, I'm going to say one of the Bourne films, but I don't know which one. It what? was. Do you want the answer? Is it one of the Bourne films? No. Okay. Well, then I didn't say that. What I said was <laughs> John Wick, chapter two. Nope. <laughs> Fuck me. What was it? It's John Wick three. John Wick three hour. What the fuck happened to John Wick three? Um, stuff. Uh, the, third, <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> the next one. I mean, look, I really like John Wick. The reverence some people have for those films, it's like, come on, they're yeah. good. And they, you know, they obviously put so much effort into this and time and choreography and talent. But come on, it's, mm. not, it's not the be all and end all. There are other films. I'm a big fan of John Wick films. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Chapter 4. Um, I, I agree with the. I, I think the first one is the best one by far, and the, yeah. and the other two, I'm just. The, the story, I'm just like. Wait, so he, <laughs> he he at the end of John Wick two he kills someone in a place where I'm not to kill anyone, and then he's now on excommunicado. The, excommunicado, and I'm trying to remember things, and Halle Berry's there, and he's trying to get not excommunicado or something. I don't I think, remember. I think if you if you're not excommunicado, I think you just communicado. Right? <laughs> Recommunicado. That's true. Uncommunicado. No. But I do think they're they're fantastic films. I just can't remember the story for the life of me. Um, <laughs> you don't watch them for the story. No. Um, with a script just as boring, lazy, and uninspired as its title, this film is arguably the low point of the franchise. Jason Bourne. Opting to spew out a rehash of two of t- two others in the series instead of telling a new story. Uh, could be... No, wait. Two others in the series. Jason Bourne. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to... I don't think you need to explain why. Nope. Uh, okay, this is the penultimate one. Ooh. Like if Damien Chazelle had studied murder in college instead of jazz. Well, today I learned that Damien Chazelle studied jazz in college. I knew he liked it. Um, Damien Chazelle studied murder. What a fucking stupid thing to say. <laughs> what? Who is this idiot on Letterboxd? 
studied murder. I don't think that's even a course. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I would assume that would be just from the flamboyant nature of it, a John Wick film. Okay. So I might say the first John Wick. Yep, what? you'll be right. Yeah. I'm, not gonna, I'm just going to let you say, yep. Yep, well done. Uh, and the last one, not everyone can be John Wick, dude. Ooh! Is it not John Wick? It could be John Wick 3. <laughs> and then Halle Berry is not John Wick. But then she's not a dude. What? Um, I don't think any of the Bond ones tried to replicate a John Wick in particular. Uh, I don't think anyone would say that about Jason Bourne. Because also, it... no, it's got to be John Wick. John Wick 2. No. <laughs> what was it? Bourne Identity. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I, I saw it on the list of reviews. I was like, I have to put this in. I see. Someone's. Someone's. Someone, someone, no, someone's doing a joke. Someone's doing a joke, Peter. No one's that stupid. No one. We just didn't get the joke. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't anyway. Well, you got um, six out of nine, which is nice. nice. Uh, so very well done. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Are you? I, you got I, four I, films. That was half an hour. I realised that. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you put nine questions and let, let me talk about it. We did chat. We did chat a while. Chat, chat up. Ah, we did chat. That's what's taking up the time. Yeah, I said chat five times. <laughs> right. Next. Next. Next film. Uh, Infinity Pool. James and M. Foster are enjoying an all-inclusive beach vacation in the fictional island of La Tolca when a fatal accident exposes the resort's perverse subculture of hedonistic tourism, reckless violence, and surreal horrors. It stars Alexander Skarsgård, Mia Goth, and Cleopatra Coleman. Yep. Know, do you know anything about the film? I know nothing about the film. I haven't seen a trailer or anything. It looks fairly interesting. I don't know, I don't know how good it's going to be. Who done the directing on it? Uh, I will have a look while you... Um... Our vamp. Yeah. So the thing is about an infinity pool is it's like a normal pool, <laughs> except uh, it's got one of the sides rolls over into a little thing, so there's no edge to it. So they call it infinity pool because it doesn't have an edge. Wow. Wow. That is fantastic. That is factually accurate. And the director is Brandon Cronenberg. Of course it is. From My s- old mate Brad. What else the fuck? Brandon. Well, that's what I said. <laughs> I don't think I've seen any of any of Brandon's films before. What what are they? Um, they're known for Possessor. Nope. Antiviral. Nope. And please uh, speak continuously, and uh, describe your experiences as they come to you. That is a wordy film title. Yep. Um, no, I've no idea who that is. No idea what the film's about. I've heard. I know Alexander Skarsgård, and someone called Cleopatra. I don't know. It looks quite interesting because it's it from the trailer. It starts off as this writer trying to um, sort of find inspiration, which is a bit annoying as like a trope because I feel like that that happens a lot. Wow, what, but... what I write about writers? <laughs> yeah, I can't find inspiration. Let's write about someone who can't find inspiration. I mean, you know, they say write about what you know, and what you know is I don't know anything. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's it, there's an accident which happens, and then he basically um, accidents happen all the time. But at this place where they've gone on holiday to, um, he they basically say, "Oh, what you've done, you would like the sentence is death," and he's like, "What?" And then it starts off this weird journey, and there's some really weird shit in it. In it, it oh, seems. Oh dear. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm from seeing the trailer and seeing how weird it seems to get. I'm a li- I'm a little intrigued. Okay, well, uh, I'll maybe see the trailer. When is it coming out? Oh yeah, this week. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's the point of the podcast. Is it? <laughs> Probably not. Um, all right. But in the same sort of way, if you were on holiday and you accidentally and you're not, and you you accidentally kill someone huh? and then you're sentenced to death. Right. What is your plan? Well, I assume that if I'm being sentenced, I've already been arrested. So there's not a lot I can do about it. But like, okay, you have... So there. You, you, you know you're going to be sentenced to death then. Okay. Would you run, hide, or would you just, you know, give up and, you know... Well, I feel like giving up is, is a bad option. <laughs> like, if you know you're going to get killed for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, running or hiding are both both quite good options, yeah. Yep. What would you do? Depends where I am. Where am I? Uh, where would you go on holiday? Uh, Greece. You're in Greece. I would flee to Turkey. Okay. How would you flee? Running or driving. Running or driving. Probably walk driving because I can't run very far. And it'd be quite hot. Yeah. Not take a boat? Yeah. Mm. Fair? <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. I don't. I'm going to construct an elaborate, pl- elaborate plan. Because I don't. if I ever do accidentally kill someone, in, in very heavy air quotes, accidentally, um, I don't want to tell you my plan. Because I don't want it you recorded don't, for someone. You do not want it told and everyone on the internet... Oh, um, once I've gotten away with it, yes. As it's happening, fuck no. <laughs> um, do you have any elaborate plans? Uh, no, I haven't really thought about it, to be you fair. You see? It's, it's not so easy, is it? When someone asks you and you go... To, to be fair, I, I did think of a few different things where it's like, oh, I could try and get onto a shipping container and hide out there for a while. Because you, you'd assume that if you... If it wasn't it's like a big, so big... Easy. If it wasn't a big, like... Um, uh, you know, crime. Whereas you've only sort of, yeah. If it wasn't a big crime, you wouldn't be hunted for that long. You'd still be like, they'd still be looking out for you. But if you go to a different country, like yeah. as you're saying, you know, but it is good. a big crime. Yeah, it, you're gonna yeah. get killed for it. Yeah, that's like, true. What's, what's a bigger? Sentence? But like in this in this film, he accidentally runs someone over. Right. Um, and then he gets sentenced to death. Wow, that's that's a bit harsh. Yeah. You think like you know. Th- three strikes and you send it to death. Not just straight away. Yeah. So what you're saying is, yeah. But um, you probably want to try and sort of like hide out for a bit or go to go to a different country. But but or do you just you know accept it and try and fight it? Who's going to accept it? If I in court, yeah. Well, if the sentence is if you hit someone with a car, you get put to death, and you did hit someone with a car, I wouldn't try and fight that. I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, as a last resort, sure, but I wouldn't lead with it. No, but you could sort of like be like. You, so the punishment. So you the could punishment try and overrule the government's sort of rules. Stage a fucking coup. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Why not, Pete? Easy. Anyway. Never, uh, never try and defend someone in court. <laughs> Look, I'm a pro- professional lawyer. I am not. The third film which we're talking about. Oh, that was much quicker. We got that in under six minutes. <laughs> well, you complained. Yeah, does that well speeds things along? <laughs> um, 80 for Brady. Now, it might be my old age, but that rings a bell. <laughs> um, do you know what this is about? To be honest, no. <laughs> so Tom Brady's... No, some old women fancy Tom Brady, so they go and see him, and a, they're 80. A group of friends made it, made it their lifelong mission to go to the Super Bowl and meet NFL superstar Tom right. Brady. Right, how old is Tom Brady? Because um, he's not been retired that long, right? I think he's retired now. No, I don't. I don't need an actual answer, right? It doesn't. I don't need a number. How old is Tom Brady? Forty-five years. Right. So he's been playing professional football for what? Twenty-five years. Is that a lifelong goal for these eighty-year-olds to go see a twenty-five? There are people who. I mean, you've only been alive for twenty-seven years. That's almost a lifelong goal. 
Ugh. For me, I'm, yeah, if it was 27 for Brady, fair enough. <laughs> but it isn't. But yeah, go on. What, what, what are the bloody questions about this? Right, thing? I'm asking the exact same questions as last time. You mean like the films? Yeah. But the answers are the same. So I've got the lead actresses, and you have to give me which films are the highest rated on IMDb or Metacritic. I didn't get this any of this right. I probably do worse than I did last time. <laughs> this is a, either a memory test. You might remember. I don't. <laughs> I'm telling you now. Yeah. Or things might have changed. I can't even name any of the actors. <laughs> <laughs> right. First actor. Sure. Sally Field. Oh, Sally Field. Yeah, Mrs. Dapfire. Uh, the films which you got to choose between Metacritic and IMDb oh, but the films are The Amazing Spider-Man Ugh. Mrs. Doubtfire Ugh. Steel Magnolias Ugh. and Smokey and the Bandit um, Amazing Spider-Man Metascore yes did you remember that one yes <laughs> see because I, mean, I think I think both of us were when, when I revealed that to you we both were just like why that film was not fantastic I mean I, I haven't seen the other three Wait, have I? No, I've Spoke of the Bandit. But you like, seen Mrs. Doubtfire? Was that one of them? Yeah. I wasn't listening. Yeah. I just, I was, as soon as you said Amazing Spider, I was like, oh yeah, it was that one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember which one was highest on uh, IMGB? No. Okay. It was a t- tie between Mrs. Doubtfire and Still Magnolias. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Very interesting, right? No. Um <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> um, next one, Rita Moreno. Who the fucking balls is that? <laughs> it's the person we talked about like six weeks ago. You're great. I still haven't looked her up and know who she is. <laughs> so the films are The King and I, Carnal Knowledge, West Side Story, the, the new one, and My Father's Dragon. West Side Story, uh, IMDb. Ooh, that's wrong. Metascore? It, they are, it is the highest on um, Metascore, but... Yeah. That's fine. Okay. You look so down uh, the dumps. Well, it's like, yeah, I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because this is like partly a memory test. No, it's it's exclusively a memory test because I don't know the answers. So well, you could is... try and work them out again. Uh, I did that like a few weeks ago. I need to do it again. <laughs> Next one, Jane Fonda. Who? Oh, yeah, she does the makeup commercials. I'm just trying to remember what I said last time as well. Yeah, I'm pretty that. sure you did no, that. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Um, on Golden Pond. No idea. They shoot horses, don't they? No idea. Uh, period of adjustment. What? <laughs> Vagina syndrome. Who? Vagina syndrome. The China. Vagina. Syndrome. <laughs> um, I don't know because I haven't seen any of those films, and I don't remember what I said last time. So, I'm gonna say, what was the horse one? Uh, they shoot horses, don't they? You gotta say it like there's a question. They shoot horses, don't they? Okay. Now, like, an actor would say it if they were delivering a line. They shoot no, horses, okay. don't they? You it's me. want to direct actors. Hello. That's how you want every character to talk. Um, I'm going to say they shoot, they shoot horses down there. Don't they? Uh, for which one? The the correct one. Whichever one is higher, that one. <laughs> Go on. Fuck knows. Uh, did Metacritic even exist when the Jane Fonda was making films? Uh, there's a Metacritic result for this one. Okay. Um, it's a bit, a bit metacritic. If you said if you just said I'm to be, you'd been right. Oh well, unfortunately, I'm, fucking, I'm so gutted about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! Oh. oh my! Oh my! Um, oh my! The fourth one, Lily Tomlin. Uh, no idea who that is. Um, they're in the player. How many of them are in the player? 
They were in oh, no, oh. uh, Spider Verse, but in Spider Man to the Spider Verse. That one, uh, Ponyo. I don't care about that. Or Nashville. Not Nashville. Um, I want to say into the Spider Verse, and I reckon they're very highly. That's very very highly rated on both. So I don't know. Uh, I'm to be. Well done. Yeah. yeah. If you just said Metacritic, you'd have been wrong. What was the highest on Metacritic? Nashville. It's 96. Now, I don't remember it being this high. So I was... Uh, Nashville? When did that come out? A while ago. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> what, what were you going to say? And I was going to say, wasn't there a TV show called Nashville? Might have been. With uh, the girl from Heroes, the cheerleader, Hayden Panettiere. Yeah. Or am I making that up? No, no, there is. Um, but this is a 1975 film. Could be the same thing. Could be. It's, Continue. Uh, recently the same story or something. I don't know. There's a few things which involve Nashville. There's Nashville. Oh, we're, not, we're not moving on. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, said continue, fine. I said continue. Jesus. But that's it. That's those. Those are all of them. Wow. That was. I'm glad it didn't take very long. Thank you. <laughs> you got two out of two out of four. Well, did I get the first time? One out of four. Uh, I think you got about the same. Maybe maybe three out of four. I mean, it is fifty fifty. Oh no, it's because there's more than two options. But yeah, I don't know, man. Well done. You proud of yourself? No. Okay. Uh, the final film, mm. which you're talking about today, is A Good Person. Daniel is brought together with Alison, the once thriving young woman with a bright future who was involved in an unimaginable tragedy that took his daughter's life. As grief-stricken Daniel uh, navigates raising his teenage daughter and Alison seeks redemption, they discover that friendship, forgiveness, and hope can flourish in unlikely places. This stars Florence, Florence Pugher. Yes. Florence Pugh and Morgan Freeman. Yeah, this is the I Zach Braff film. So I, I've only I only heard of this film yesterday when I was in the cinema and the trailer came on. Yeah, uh, it looks interesting. I think yeah. Florence Pugh does a, basically is one of those actors who is, will just appear in whatever she wants to do, and people will give her whatever role she wants to do because she's at a certain level of status. Mm. Uh, so I think it's always probably it's probably worth a watch. Yep, Morgan Freeman. I haven't seen him in a film in. What was the last film I saw Morgan Freeman in? Go. Red? No. That was think. that was quite a while ago. No. He's yeah, got, he's got a bit. Red 2 as well. Was he in that one? Yeah. Okay, so why did you say that then? I was referring to the franchise, Tom. Two films of franchise. <laughs> yes. Um, Evan Almighty. I'm trying to think of the last film which I saw him in. It has been a while. Oblivion with Tom Cruise. Uh, Dark Knight. I'm gonna actually look up his IMDb because I'm actually curious to see which what what the most previous. Oh, Morgan Freeman's on IMDb. Good mm. for him. He's in the Ritual. Uh, I don't know the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Ah, I didn't see that. I saw the Hitman's Bodyguard. Yeah, it was. It's not worth seeing the sequel. It's oh, not great. Damn it! The first one had like a like a little bit of a. I oh, like. Do you remember? Do you remember that game we played? Watching the Hitman's Bodyguard. Take a drink every time Samuel L. Jackson swears, and then take a. Big gulp or finish your drink if he says mother. No, big gulp if he says motherfucker. <laughs> it was a, yeah. it was an effective game. <laughs> it worked. Um, but yeah, the for the for the film a good person. Mm-hmm. Tom, I'm asking you the question. Am I a good person? Are you a good person? Uh, no, not really. Why? Oh, what is this like a confession booth? Tom, what, do you want to fuck me before or after? <laughs> I mean, that was that was kind of a joke question because this is a um, silly question anyway. Uh-huh. Um, but what would you like Morgan Freeman to narrate for you? Something in your life. Uh, I mean, what 
<laughs> or like a period of time in your life? As I say, I would say sex, but that's not nearly long enough. <laughs> Uh, Every time you have sex, Morgan Freeman goes like, and Tom is erect. I can't do a Morgan Freeman accent. I shouldn't try. You could try. No. A little bit longer than that. Put you back into it. Come on. <laughs> um, what would what would be... Um, I mean, I feel like a, a boring one, but a, a classic one is a sat-nav. But I would fall asleep at the wheel. Because, mm. like, same for David, David Attenborough, right? Great voice. And really interesting shows. However, if he's doing a big, long piece to think... It does sort of. It has like a, what's the word? A soporific effect of like just. It's a good word. Falling asleep, yeah. And Morgan Freeman, I think, is just too. It's too smooth. It's too relaxing. Mm. Uh, so I'd, I'd want to hear. I want to see something actually. Not him narrate, but I want him to do something, a bit more active and violent <laughs> to it. <laughs> like I don't know. Maybe he's. Maybe we can get Morgan Freeman to be a commentator for like American football or rugby or something. You know. Really aggressive. Well, I think, I think I don't think it'd suit football. I don't think he could speak fast enough to do football. Um, I mean, to be fair, if I could just get him to narrate any short film, that would be great. No, I mean that would be really useful. <laughs> would, you, would, just instantly... would you be able to write a film if you know, like Morgan Freeman's on board for your next film, but he's going to do the voiceover? Mm. Or what do you make that about? Um. Uh, that is a question which requires some. I need, I need some creative thought. Go on uh, and have some. To to you've uh, got you've got two minutes. Go and I will you know keep on. Uh, you've got to fi- be ready. Uh, you've got to be ready <laughs> at all times. At all re- times. Well, yeah. Because what happens when the opportunity comes up and he's like, "So you're a director. Have you got a script?" And you go, uh, "I can write one." He's going to be gone. He's going to not have an interest. Then he's going to be on to someone else. This is true. Maybe I could write it about myself and what it's like to be a um, a, a video game playing twenty eight year old in Oof. the room. Oof. Peter played some video games <laughs> again. It's the fourth consecutive day. <laughs> How many it, hours he's gonna spend today? Seen the sun. <laughs> yeah, it would be like a. Like a mockumentary type one about just not necessarily you, but a, mm. you could you could make it worse as well. You could really lay it on thick about such. What it'd be nice to do is um, maybe like a modern western. Sure, um, like the Mandalorian. That's yes. a modern western. Um, but like maybe because because as you're saying, Morgan Freeman um, is fairly sort of slow paced. His his voice. It would be a very Man- Mandalorian. I feel like is. Too fast pace for it for for Morgan Freeman's voice. <laughs> sure, uh, it's too much stuff happening. I feel like it would be very very much like a slow burn film. You know, maybe someone's <laughs> Tom. Fuck's sake, what? Tom is still playing with a goddamn banana. What banana? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but maybe sort of one of those things where um, it's it's like. A person is waiting on guard for someone to turn up, and they know they're 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 coming, mm. and um, it's almost like they're it just it's someone waiting essentially, um, and Morgan Freeman is narrating as that's happening. I thought it'd be quite interesting. What do you, how do you narrate someone waiting? Well, his thoughts, such as um, where are they? <laughs> the fuck are they? <laughs> imagine I've been the, in for fucking ages. Imagine that the narration is just really like aggressive and like, and it's like looks really calm, 
<laughs> but just suddenly, it's, can you stop fucking playing with the banana? No, <laughs> I want it. Do you see why I have no. it? No, <laughs> you're weird. Fine, I put the banana away. Oh, that was a wet sand. <laughs> you haven't answered what you'd like him to know. That's because I was I couldn't think of anything, so I had to put it onto you Reflect, instead. Yeah, I deflected. Yeah, because you ask me, why you always ask me all the questions, and then I go, what about you? And you go, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. If I did that and you did that, well, thank you for tuning in. See you next week. <laughs> well, now I've answered. Now it's your turn. Yeah, no, it's nice. Thank you for taking that round for us uh, so we can move on. Nope. And I, what, you know what I learned today? <laughs> <laughs> what would be your film that you like, would make if it's a short film or even an extended feature length? Extended feature yeah, length? Yeah, it's like a full director's like, cut. Yeah. Nice. Uh, do you want me to filibuster? What do you think? You like the word filibuster now? It's a good word. Yeah. The word filibuster is like if you're in American politics and you want to delay a vote or something. Vamp is the word that's used in broadcasting. <laughs> Maybe. Does, is, is filibustering just used in politics? That's how exclusively how I've heard it. Yeah. To be fair, same. I'm going to... I'm I'm gonna. Um, this is the section of the show where we look for other words to use. Define filibuster... Um, an action such as a prolonged speech that obstructs progress in legislative assembly <laughs> while not technically contravening the required uh, procedures. That is um, exactly what we're doing here. <laughs> so filibuster doesn't really work. I've been saying it though. You have been saying it. You've definitely. I, I said it twice. If you say it enough times, it will eventually make sense. <laughs> Maybe we can make it have a new meaning. Because it's kind of what I'm doing. It's just not. It's just not the right context. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I want to see Morgan Freeman do a silent film because it's just not what people expect from him. You can't because I think there's a lot of actors and there are a lot of pe- people who have a characteristic like Morgan Freeman is known for his voice, mm. and people will cast him in a role purely based on that, not based on his necessarily his acting abilities. Like he's never have you ever seen Morgan Freeman put an accident apart from uh, uh, Invictus? Uh, I have not. No, it's because he doesn't need to. I want to put him in a position where he's got to use like physical comedy or something, where he's not going to be able to do it. Well, yeah, that's that's one of the things. Oh, like, it's his ability to showcase that he can do. It's it's their selling point, though, isn't it? So if you think one of his selling points, at least, is just that voice. Yeah. Um, and you know, if 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 people went to a Morgan Freeman film, because most people when they see something like a, a film, there they're like, oh, okay, I recognise this actor. I want them to be like this, and then that's why typecasting happens. Yeah, so but that's, but that's why a lot of young actors tend to spice things up and do lots of different things just to try and sort of break out of that mould. I think Morgan Freeman, as a young aspiring actor, should do that as well. Mm. Yep. Maybe he could be in John Wick. He was in comedy. He was in Red. That is also an action. I mean, one of the action sequences involved Morgan Freeman was him jumping out of a window. <laughs> yeah, that's a Brit. And, that was... and then there's a cut to a wide shot of the ground being of the window being on ground ground level. <laughs> Yeah, uh, which was a which was a funny joke. It was good. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's what I think Morgan Freeman should do. Mm. Talking about voices though, Austin Butler, um, the guy who played uh, Elvis. Elvis. Yeah, I mean, I, I've watched a video of him. His voice has sort of somewhat changed in the last ten years. He used to be. Well, yeah, he hit puberty. <laughs> How was it? How was it? He's. <laughs> I don't know, but that was. Well, he's he's in he's early thirties. Um, People. Sometimes get it later than others, maybe. But it, it's—I don't know whether it's because of. I mean, I mean, I wonder if playing a character with an accent does actually affect your sort of 
your base accent at all. I get. I mean, it will. I think it will. Base, but it depends on how. Because a lot of some actors will just talk normally, hear action, and then go into the accent, and then others to try and keep the accent will just maintain it twenty four seven until mm. the role is done, and yeah. then that probably does have a lasting impact. But if you're just like, you know, doing it for the take, then probably not. Because some actors go proper method, haven't you? I don't know. Was it yeah. um? Oh, what was the film with Laurence Olivier and Dustin Hoffman? Uh, find it, Pete. You're, you can be the uh, Richard Osman of this, and I'll be the Alexander. And Osman. you can filibuster. And I, yes, I'll filibuster. <laughs> um, but anyway, there was this. It's a. It's quite. A, it's a very well known anecdote about. Uh, so for this role, Dustin Hoffman, who is traditionally quite a method actor. Uh, oh, sorry, Pete's frantically typing. I'm listening. Uh, find it. Marathon Man. There you go, Marathon Man. So, um, Dustin Hoffman's character had had to look like, or well, in the story, his character had been up for many nights in a row, and mm-hmm. looked, basically looked like shit. And so, to replicate that, and because he was being method, Dustin Hoffman actually just like got lo- got absolutely tanked, didn't sleep, you know, just made smoked, looked rough as fuck, turned up on set, told Lawrence Livia, and Lawrence Livia just went, "My dear boy, have you tried acting?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's why it sort of stuck around. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, take that actors. <laughs> take um, that Daniel Day Lewis. Then you have like people who I remember Gary Oldman because he does. He's quite famous for doing a lot of accents and doing them quite well. Um, when I remember he got trained in his own accent because yeah, I think he, he, lost he it. yeah he lost it a little bit. His he was so. Like melded or mixed by his his different roles. Yeah, I I, I melded. Think I, uh, yeah, I, I skipped over that. I let it, I let it, I let it go. I picked you up from filibuster. I didn't want to feel. I didn't want to feel like I was. You have a, <laughs> is melded even a word? Meld is a word. Yeah, it's when two things like combine. So they, it they works. Melded. Or is that molding? Um, molding is uh, if something's got mold on it. <laughs> no, because molding is when you like mold clay, you form it into a thing. Melding is just two things of like. Combined together, those are separate words. What were you trying to say? And we'll, we'll, I said we'll with the other word. It. You said melding and mixing, which are two different things. Blend combined, so it works. Sure. Yeah, blending. It's, it's 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 the it's the it's the your current accent, and then you mix. It's mixed with the accent which you're which you're trying to do, and then it sort of like <laughs> melds together. So. It's it's no it's a it's a version of the word melt so it's melted together it's melted together that's what it means right um, but I think some people have said that well for example I'm from Birmingham so some people have said that I deny it <laughs> um, but I think my accent has definitely become lost over time not because I've been putting on an accent but because I think I've been surrounded by people who didn't have it and so I just like I sort of acclimatised to a bit more of a neutral one however when I go back home to talk to my family or whether I'm drunk and shouting it does come back mm. um, do There's you also... think you will lose that silly voice at some point? <laughs> my, my current accent? yes! <laughs> uh, no I, when, oh, okay. I don't think so you it's could, been but it's you been, could, you've been in enough. Wales now I'm not saying you have to pick a Welsh accent just anything else <laughs> It is funny when it comes to your accent, though, because you think that you've sort of lost it completely. I didn't and, say that. Well, you've lost it mostly. I, yeah, from what it was, yes. Um, but I remember there was one time when you turned up on set and there was a couple of other people who were from Birmingham. And then they, they instantly said, ah, Brummy. And you're yeah. like, ah, oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, that wasn't 
that wasn't on set that they were from a moment. It was actually a minibus driver on a different job. Mm. Um, and he, I was having a conversation with him for about five, ten minutes while, while he was driving to the location. And then we got there. He went, oh, you're from the Midlands, are you? And I went, oh, yeah, yeah, manager. And he oh, yeah, he came out. But I think that was a case of I heard his accent and I naturally switched into Bronny mm. mode. <laughs> but I think that is a thing where people replicate other people's accents just a little bit. Like think- I've, done, I've done it accidentally where I'll start <laughs> saying things. Well, I'll say certain words which are slightly more similar to their accent than mine. I don't know why. It's because you want them to like you. Maybe. I don't I know. Do. I do it as a piss take. <laughs> I'll see someone, I'll hear someone Irish and I'll go, and I'll do their accent back to them and then they go, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just like accents. I, re- I find them fascinating. Do you do you feel confident in any accent? No. Not other than yourself? Um, I mean, own. do I feel confident in my own accent? Um, you've already, you've already, you've already riled me for it. Yeah, but you can't, I mean, you, uh, you can change it, but will you? No. Well then, there you go. So you've got some level of confidence. Like, if you go to someone with, you go back to Buckinghamshire mm-hmm. or one of the shires, wherever the fuck you're from, you don't feel out of place. You don't feel like you're going to judge for your accent. Mm. That's what I mean. So you're, you're confident in that. But if you go to like America and you go put an American accent, chances are they're going to they're going to root you out and be like, mm. <laughs> you couldn't pull off. Do you think you could go somewhere with an accent that isn't your own and blend in? Um, I'd have to. I mean, I could just be quiet for a lot, and then just do <laughs> so lots not of American. No- then. Lo- lo- <laughs> do lots of do lots of nodding and just be like. Oh. Mm. Oh. Just do be the Roy Kent. Um, Fuck you! Oh yeah. I've I've been told that some of my accents aren't terrible, but I, I'm not, not by me. But, but but you are. But you you asked, are, am I confident within any yeah, of the sure. accents? What's no. your best accent? And will you do it? Um, no, and no. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Wow. I, I remember when I, when I was um, back when I was at university. Uh, whenever I was trying to get a drink from a bar, I would pretend to be South African. Why? Uh, because uh, if you're like a like a if you act real friendly and everything, and like uh, I become a, appear as a disarming South African who just over for for holiday right. or something like that, it just seemed to work to allow me to basically get to the front of the queue. So I just pretend I was South African a lot. I mean, a South African is quite an aggressive accent. I don't think it, they were. It was disarming. <laughs> they were probably like, "Okay, yeah, sure, we'll move." Like, I went for a nice, soft-spoken German accent. <laughs> it doesn't quite have the same thing to it. <laughs> but no, it's, it's it's sort of a friendly accent. It's sort of like, I don't know. It, it came over. It just people were really receptive to it. Okay. If you, I mean, maybe if you're doing like a, a New Zealand, that's a friendly accent. Every New Zealand person I've ever seen on TV and met in real life has just been incredibly friendly, even when they're even when they're pissed off. Maybe that was maybe that was the thing I kept on saying I was from South Africa, but but apparently I was just doing. Oh, like you a... I'm from South Africa. <laughs> Basically, yeah. what, bro? <laughs> what about you? Are, are there any accents? I can do you? any accent at the drop of a hat, flawlessly. Uh-huh. Right. I don't want to make you feel self-conscious about it though. So. Um... Uh, but what is your sort of like? So which you're what most do you proud think of? that you've learned today? <laughs> well, <laughs> I remember when we went which to Scotland. Accent? Okay. We went to Scotland, and I did the accent relentlessly, and how much it pissed you off. It it, it was fine for like the first <laughs> half of the trip, but this was like a ten day trip, and it was every other sentence was was said in a in a, a f- in a perfect Scottish accent. I wouldn't describe it like that. Um, what the fuck do you know? <laughs> Uh, Might as well ask a fucking an tree. Which, an accent which is trying to be Scottish um, and succeeding. Uh, yeah, it got a bit. It got a bit aggravating, <laughs> especially with you. <laughs> it was you. What? 
I just got the world's fucking best email. <clears throat> read read this the ta- tagline of that without without missing out any obviously personal information. Oh, okay. <laughs> read it for the, all the little boys and girls. Uh, so they're not shooting tomorrow. Yeah, I just got an email from work in that we are standing down for some reason. I, I'm sure it says in the email, but it basically means I'm not fucking working tomorrow. Wait, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm still getting paid though, right? I assume so. If they're standing <laughs> well, down, no, 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 I've been booked, so I'm yeah, getting okay. paid. Okay. Fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Wrap the shit up. I've got a party to go to. <laughs> do you feel? Do you feel like no. um, you've learned anything? I don't to feel. Well, uh, do you, are you going to go see any of these films? Um, honestly, what was the first one? John Wick. Yes. Are you going to see uh, Infinity Pool? No, no, maybe. A good person. Maybe. Eighty for Brady. No. Why? Sorry. Well, we we've had it twice on the podcast. Clearly, you should be sort of really hyped and excited about it now. No. <laughs> oh. Well, did you learn anything? No. Okay. You um, fucking literally repeated a round from a previous one. How the fuck am I learning anything? <laughs> well, maybe I, I was... probably did. Well, I think I did worse as well. <laughs> maybe it was just trying to like reinforce eighty for Brady. Yeah. Do you get paid by? Tom... Are you under the employment of Tom Brady? Because I'd like to be under the employment of Tom Brady. I mean, could you imagine? Um, anyway, he's dreamy. Thank you very much for listening. Um, please follow us on our on our on on Spotify and other places, which it totally exists. Is it anywhere else? It's on RSS. Um, anyway, yes. Say say bye, Tom. Mm-hmm. I but, concur. Yeah. <laughs>